1: This is True Faith Podcast. Alex Hurst joined by Simon Campbell and Ben Wade tonight. We are here to talk to you about the transfer window, Newcastle and Newcastle United's trip to Oxford this Saturday in the FA Cup. Later on, I'm going to be joined by two uh, away fans, as is the custom these days. Um, so massive thanks to those lads for coming on. Um, but first, lads, I think I'll start with you, Sai. On a scale to partially off, to completely falling off, how far has your head fallen off? Because we haven't signed a player, and we're not going to get promoted.
2: <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Being being top of the league, and in a transfer window where we're not signing players compared to being like in a relegation battle
1: yeah. and not signing players. Well, we are second as well, disgracefully.
2: Yeah, that's true, actually. Um, no, because in previous years we've need, we've needed signings, we've desperately needed signings because the league position hasn't been good enough,
1: and we've just been so far off. Where all the like, league positions been good enough, and all like. You know, that Kabai window when. Yeah, there's been. Or some... even, even the Carver window when a couple of additions would have seemed all right. Yeah, we're sitting. Yeah. yeah.
2: There's been times where we've been sat eighth and it's like, well, you might as well buy some players and try and get in the top six yeah.
1: or just sit there and do L- nothing. And lose all your games.
2: Or <laughs> equally, there's been relegation battles. Well, yeah. For the rest of the season. yeah, but this time round, where, um, yes, signings would be nice and I'd still like to see us get one or two because two's as many as it would ever be. Um. We're second in the league. We're nine points ahead of third. We've won our last three games in supposedly an injury crisis with three players of the African combinations. I, I just don't. We, we don't need the signings. If we get through the whole window and don't sign one player, it's not the end of the world and we'll still get promoted. So, in that respect, it's not. there's no real need for people's heads to fall off, if that's how you want to put it. Um, we, beat, we beat Birmingham, who are mid table. In the cup the other day with three kids who've never played a played a game for Newcastle. On Mattels. On Sells. Injury crisis. Nah, we're fine.
1: Ben, a lot of people are saying that we need you know we need players we need players. Do you think if we didn't sign anyone, it would be that much of a catastrophe?
3: Um, it's a whole one to answer because I think we are a couple of injuries, key injuries away from having a real tough second end of the season for example if Shelby went down we've seen while he's been out suspended we really lack any sort
1: of creativity in the middle On that point so si, I think you, you were telling me earlier something about the that you kind of disagree with the need to find a Shelby replacement
2: Well yeah you know, we talk about the idea people worry about how we perform without Shelby there's no way in this transfer window while well, we're the Championship we're going to find a, a player anywhere near as good as Shelby. If we're, if we're going to have to play games without Shelby, we're going to have to play games without Shelby. We need to worry about the rest of the team. Like it's gonna, yeah. There's no way of replacing them, so why worry about it?
3: No, I agree with that, but it's not so much the issue with replacing Shelby, it's the who's going to step in uh, the creativity role. So it, I'm not saying it has to be a centre midfielder, but if Shelby goes out because he, pretty much everything goes through him, if he's not going to be playing or if he's missing all... Even if he has a bad game, we need a, 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 another option. And I mean, some, For example, if an Andros Townsend came, then at least we'd, have, we'd be able to go down the wings and attack them wide, and you're not relying on someone in the middle pulling all the strings. You just need to get the ball wide and get the balls into the box. You've got to find another way of, of working teams out, and I think at the middle, at the minute, we're too reliant on Shelby doing that for unlocking defences. <laughs>
1: Simon, <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting you to come back to Ben there.
2: No, I, I don't know. How many goals did we score in the five games that Shelby wasn't playing? we still got like seven seven or eight goals. Yeah, we get? None
1: again, Bro, three against Sheffield. Three lost against, Forest, against Forest. Zero. Blackburn. One. And and two at Brentford. So two. So seven, three, six, seven and five. Six. Six and five. Okay. That does sound worse than I thought. But then again, it's, it's, it's hard, isn't it? Because he, I don't think Shelby playing against Blackburn away changes anything. We've created enough chances to win the game. <laughs> yeah. but I don't think it necessarily... I think
2: thing, while it's been quite, I think before Shelby's ban started, when we knew he was going to be out, we downplayed the impact it should have. We thought ah, it's a mare, but this team's good enough. And I think the five games where he was missing, were maybe missed him more than we thought we would. I think it's fair to say that. And when he came back against Birmingham, it was suddenly class again. Mm-hmm. And you can't understate the influence he has on the team. But I still think without him, our side's good enough. And as long as the rest of the players are there. I, I think just on that. I suppose on that point, you look at the
3: the game at the weekend where he, he didn't have that much no. involvement in the game, did no. he? But I suppose just having him there meant that they had a game plan for him, and that meant that a lot of their attention went on him, and as a result, it opened yeah. opportunities for the players. So Richie so, had so Richie did, had we, one of his better we, games. We, we did, that's that's yeah. the key. You've got a player like Richie, who's a very good player, has been underperforming for a number of games and he's not been getting involved enough in the in the games. And I think obviously we've talked about the the involvement of Yedlin that unleashes him and takes Richie's level to another it's Richie's game to another level. But you, you need more of that, you need other players to to step up. Yeah. Which I don't think they did enough during the period we lost Shelby.
2: I think um we don't need Shelby for for Rotherham. at home. We don't need Shelby for Birmingham at home. Games like that. He was good but we, we will need Shelby for the games we have in February the, the, the three or four away games and is it three I, and four I, th- I
1: think you I, I don't know if you're right like, like first of all you'd like I, to have him like, in yes I'd like to have him in for all games <laughs> but I, it, it's more the games like you know the home games where we struggle to break teams down we're away from home mm-hmm. you know none of the none of the away performances were particularly bad while yeah. Shelby was out what did we have Brentford away I know we didn't play well but we got the result that we had other injuries Blackburn away were played well enough. Birmingham away, I don't think he'd have played anyway. Yeah. Um, and we, we, before Rich got injured, the magical four minutes, like, were shot all over them. Um, so <laughs> I know what you mean, but I think we should move it away. From, like, I don't think the transfer window is, or, it, nothing is, to do with Shelby. it's like, it's not <laughs> it's, it's, it's about John Joe Shelby. I mean, to go back to the original question, when I'll give you my answer, and then you can give me your yours. Give me the same one, Shelby. Um, like, I want to sign players this winter because you always want the squad to get better. Like, what what football fan wouldn't want to sign players? Maybe maybe Watford because the signs they've got like seven that strikers now. That wasn't the question though. The question wasn't what do we want. It was, no, it was do, do we need. Do we need? So yeah, no. But, but my point is yes. Uh, no, well, I I don't think we're not think to achieve promotion. I don't think we need anyone else. It would be great and it would be more certain if like we're saying, Andros Townsend or a James McCarthy came in, mm-hmm. and they're the two players who who are heavily linked. Um, might get both. Might get neither. Um, so I think with players coming back from the AFCON you know I hear quite a lot of people saying we need a striker we need a striker we've got we've got Murphy Rich and Gale now obviously Rich and Gale are both injured Gail and, and Rich so hopefully they should be both back but you wouldn't you wouldn't have four four strikers that would be that I mean, would be that, that's the
3: thing what what level striker are you going
1: to get that Once to be fourth yeah. choice Yeah. Or, or third choice for example or or just yeah, who's going to sign? What good player is going to sign to sit behind uh, I, Dwight Gill? Yeah, yeah, and
2: Murphy's justified his position as third choice striker already, isn't he? He's yeah. come in and he scored a couple of goals and he's he's played his part. That's that's all you need from a third choice. You don't need another third choice option in case <laughs> in Murphy case doesn't score Murphy. like one yeah, game.
1: Just yeah. for the maths, like just yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, aye. So I mean, yeah. So Ben, I was going to say like I think you're, you're right. Like we have got a good
3: enough team to get promotion, but it's just. <sighs> It's a gamble because I was dis—I was really disappointed with a few of the games where we've, we've just we've lacked any sort of um, creativity, and I just think it's it's dangerous to just rely on other
2: teams being shit. Yeah. I think that's why the only thing we seem to be targeting is a winner. If we're going to sign any any one player, it's someone like a Townsend or, because, and that, or that, a that's, that's what we made, need. You right point. Was
3: like. One, like, you're not, the John Joe Shelby's don't grow on trees, like, players like that, you're not going to get <laughs> another player who's nobody. As, who's, <laughs> as, the song goes. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to get anybody like John Joe Shelby um, for any sort of money that's not going to be like Fortune, where you're potentially not going to, they're not going to be starting. So, it's it's a mix. I mean, I think, as I, as I said, my original point, and you just alluded to there, we need to find players that are going to contribute in other areas. So, as you say, the wide, the wide positions, Gufran, for the products he's, he's got this year and he's done well, he doesn't offer enough. He's not consistently offering enough on that left hand side where he constantly berate the left side for for just going through just coasting through games doing fuck all other than trying to stop the other team from scoring down that way. Yeah. And it's you need that balance. We've said it a number of times. Newcastle are always really strong on the right. Teams just go and stop that side playing, and it's just that you need that balance. to then Westwood, so, Westwood, that'll, that'll that'll open teams up because they, it's not as if they can just stop the right side from playing or stop John De play, it's you funny. need to be more balanced.
1: It's funny because I remember back in the day, pre-podcast days, when it was uh, Jonas and Jose Enrique, when it was like the, le- the left side yeah, was yeah. just too good, and then the, like, the right side was like Danny Guthrie and Danny Simpson, which is shiny. <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Taylor. Yeah, Ryan Taylor. Um, so, f- fair play for the club eventually getting it right. <laughs> the other, they managed to drop the ball in the, the other area, but, um, you know, France had a good season, Gufran, as I'm now trying to get started, but, He's had a good season, but like like you say, he's, he's he
3: doesn't contribute enough creativity. Yeah, there he does isn't contribute enough assists. he scored, he's chipped in some good goals. The same number of assists and goals as Matt Ritchie, but <laughs> really got some more assists. It's Matt Ritchie, I, so. I don't I know. So. Well, that that's probably more detrimental to how bad Ritchie's been than uh,
1: nah, no, the Richie's stats are really good. Um, I can't. Uh, you're right though. Is I mean, he's been been really good, but like I suppose the the thing about the the left hand side is it's very it's dead solid not that many girls come through, you know down that, and I, mean, I can see can see where that's coming from stop teams from yeah but i don't think like i mean yeah you know you sign a townsend or something i don't see i don't see that changing that much just cuz townsend's in there so they, so they goof around we, we we all know the problems are like, further back <laughs> No, terms.
3: but you you say that at least so for example a, a town a townsend has the ability to beat players on his own he's not relying on that wing, the full-back, to make him space, whereas someone like Richie, probably hasn't got the pace, to do it on his own, as I think Townsend does, he's got more trickery about him, I think you saw enough games, last season where, he was, like creating goals, literally out of nothing, on his he, own, he
1: was, and can I just say something, on that, I'll just, the, the Townsend crack, and I know like, I'm going to disprove your points here, because we're talking about it, but it's, it's so tiresome, that like, the amount of polls, articles, tweets, Facebook messages about fucking Andros Townsend, <laughs> like it's just dominated. The, if he the,
3: doesn't come, yeah, well, yeah he, he doesn't. Like,
1: I, I know, God, yeah. some it of the people doesn't. that like, you know, like every single day the Chronicle <laughs> have got an update. Every single day the Sun, the Express, the Mirror, like new development in the Andros Townsend case. <laughs> now, Crystal Palace want to sign someone else, and it looks like they're signing Robbie Brady, who plays on the wing. So,
0: and it must like, mean Townsend. Yeah, to it's somewhere. like everyone's yeah. like there's
1: this big domino effect where it, it relies on Downing going. Fucking Palace. down and gonna like. Is, is this where what we've come to <laughs> as a football club, where we're relying on a Middlesbrough player who can't get on the fucking bench, and, like moving clubs so he can buy someone in the transfer window? But I suppose the point is the hysteria side. things <coughs> like we, I don't know about you, but I always just tuned out of transfer windows in years gone by. I haven't got as annoyed as other people it's been frustrating do you yeah. think it's like a bit of a scarred fan base mentality is that why everyone is in such a hissy fit considering if you look at the, the, the squad now it's got Dwyer Gale to come back and it's got three players to come yeah. back from, that from combinations yeah. I going, think we've
2: made the point that the squad's good enough for the season and yeah the only additions we could possibly make are ones that would help us next year in the Premier League ones that can, can be the start of, of building a Premier League squad because that's what Rafa's next job is: building a Premier League squad. Because you don't have a Premier League squad at the minute. Yes, we'd probably fare okay against the bottom five, but that wouldn't be good enough for Rafa. Um, I think you're right. I think there's been we've had some pretty dreadful transfer windows in the last five years, and sometimes when we've desperately needed or had a chance to to do something really positive, we've, we've made the right balls up of it. Um, I think the other thing is is the is how important getting promoted is this season. We're well, nine points clear a third, but there's always going to be those those people in our fan base that are worried until we've, we've got it certain. A, because we don't want to be stuck in the championship another season, but B, we don't want to lose Rafa. And everything hinges on us getting promoted, so I think people just want it to be as comfortable as possible. So signing players just always seems like a positive step, and if it seems like someone's stopping us from signing players, and because of the recent reports around Ashley getting involved and so again... It's almost created a little bit of an atmosphere about yeah,
1: it. Yeah, I I agree with that. I think it, I'd like to see a sign a player just so that Rafa gets what he wants. Yeah. You know, Lee Ryder and the Chronicle haven't helped with their inside crack. They keep saying Rafa remains calm about the situation. It's like piss off. Yeah. What does that even mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what do you true what true do you expect advice? me to do? Panicking and then tell, <laughs> and telling you, um, and that's harsh because they're nice people who at the Chronicle, but. Um, I don't know. It would be nice just to see us sign someone, just so we know that like everything's all right transfer wise. Yeah. Uh, you look at the signings of Doombier and Facundo. Uh, you, you have to look at those signings and think they were just made to like satisfy the fans. Yeah. There were people who were raging, and then weren't raging when we signed them. Not everyone. <laughs> I've no idea who Doomby is, but at yeah. least we've
2: bought a striker, like,
1: supposedly. It soon spread that he was absolutely like pace ninety three on FIFA and everyone was buzzing. was like, right, we're saved. We're stopping up. Um so I suppose that's the, the transfer window sorta to an extent unless you think I've missed anything else, lads. Um As you said, it's just it's just been a, a standard shite window, like nothing's really happening. Nothing happens at any good clubs. Yeah. No, and if it does,
3: Exactly it's, it's only teams in crisis That are desperate Like in desperate times <laughs> That really do Into business Because of just The inflated fees And everything I mean
1: on a, on a totally unrelated note Not that I'm talking About a team in crisis But I'd rather not Sign anyone Than sign a fat Shit Julian Lescott <laughs> Who got released From Ike Athens <laughs> Four months Into a one year deal Um Though I genuinely thought we'd re-sign Stephen Taylor the other day. <laughs> it was actually Mike talking about it on the uh, the WhatsApp group Ipswich fan. I would have taken him. I still, I still think he could do a job Bonnet. on the bench. Um, to be fair, Han, he's a good player. He's definitely not a mistake, as uh, someone said recently. That's the transfer window done, lads. Um, the FA Cup fourth fourth round this weekend against Oxford. Is this the round of thirty? This is the round of thirty-two. Um, two games away from a quarter final, sigh. Big game, or do you think it's going to be another uh, very, you know, for first of all, do you think that we'll get through regardless? And second of all, would you be fussed if we didn't?
2: Oh, I'd be very disappointed if we went out of the FA Cup. Um, it's just I, I, I think we all agreed, especially when we went to the League Cup run and um, our league form picked up. And it seems to happen to a lot of teams when Sunderland went on that um.
1: It's, it's like now, isn't it, with the, with the win against Birmingham, we're on a little unbeaten road. Yeah, yeah. Three wins in a row.
2: When Sunderland got to the um the League Cup final a few years ago, they were winning quite a lot of League Cup game, uh, League games in and around it as well. The momentum from this is is. As long as you've got the squad to cope with it, the momentum you get from winning games just makes you win more games. It's just Um, confidence,
3: isn't it? I
2: think the other strange thing about this season and about Raffles Newcastle is our away form, so whereas in previous years we've been an absolutely disgraceful away team and we just lose everywhere, and going to Brighton away, even when we were a Premier League club, was a hard game, whereas now we shouldn't really be travelling anywhere and worrying about, about not being dominant. So anything other than a win here would be really disappointing.
1: Yeah, from my point of view, it's just simple... Even if you're not going to the game this weekend, I'm going to the game and I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It's like I'm counting down the days until I'm going to see Newcastle play. But weekends when you don't play are rubbish, aren't they? Yeah. Just in general, like I know it's it's less likely in the championship, but we we should have been at Brighton this weekend. That would be a different podcast. Yeah, um, yeah, we should have been at Brighton. Um, so there wouldn't be because they they got through anyway. So it's just nice to have a game and something to talk about, something to go to. Everyone's interested. Um, so you know, I'm looking forward to it. Ben how good would you well do you think he'll put a, a similar do you think he'll hold the kids in or do you think we'll see a more of a rotated team than a than a weakened team?
3: Yeah, I mean he's 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 gonna have a mix. He's done it in every game all of the cup games so far, hasn't he? He's had a good mix of senior players um, mixed in with some some players that are on the fringes. Um, I can see some of this a couple of the youngsters getting a game. Um I doubt it'll be that way, Almeny or whatever his name is. I don't think he'll probably get looking. But mm. obviously, it's a shame that like, someone like Sterry's cup tied because I think it would have been a, a good, a good game for someone like him to come in for that baller. Should, should I think should be involved at some point? Um, and I think to be honest, you might you might see one of the strikers. Obviously, with Gael and um, Mitchell Vichard. I mean, I know goufran has been filling in there. So he might he might do that again, but it'd be nice to P-Perez see. Perez definitely gets a game as well. It'd be on. nice to see one of the younger strikers get a, get a look in.
1: Well, I hope not. No, <laughs> uh, I I, not start, but just in yeah, the squad. Oh, the squad, yeah. Like I think he, I think with the game on, I think Gouffat, I think he'll probably yeah, start in front front. With the game on Wednesday against an informed QPR who play this weekend, um, he's gonna he's not gonna play Murphy. Yeah, I, mean, don't, I can't see him for that him. game. I would have thought. I think he'll play Shelby and Richie because because he tends like they're the kind of two. Stellar names he plays in the cup games, and then, like you say, I think we'll see possibly Callback's back. We might see Callback with Shelby. Um, he might stick Caden in at right back or something like that, maybe. Maybe the rest Yedlin, and then we'll probably see one of Clog and Lasells with Hamley. Um, maybe Hydora Lazar left wing, and like size says, possibly Perez. But a big, I mean, it's a big week coming up. I mean, we we, Reading play this weekend again. Leeds are playing tonight for some reason. Uh, Reading play this weekend and then they play Tuesday, so they have played three times since we last kicked the ball. And if they win all those three games, obviously we'll we'll rack up games in hand, and we'll have to remain calm. But I just think if we're if we could win both of these league games against QPR and Derby, that's promotion. It's done. You know that's would would what would take us on to, 60, 64 points, needing another twenty four points from seventeen games to go up, which like you know that's like mid would need to replicate the form of a. Lower mid-table side for the rest of the season if we if we win these two league games coming up. So yeah. not that I want to not take the cup seriously. I'm like i have travelled down to Birmingham and I'm travelling down to Oxford. So from a personal perspective, I'm I'm very interested. I just think if we go out and it's one of those ones again, particularly because I'm now planning on going to Brighton. <laughs> um, <laughs> not that it matters. I think for this game, but um, I'd I'd rather lose than draw. I know that's a shit way of looking at it, but I, just less games, you know, I said the same against Birmingham. And then listen. Ten or a ticket, I'll happily take my place in the bar. 1892 is is now traditional for us in the cup games. Um, for for the Oxford replay, but I'd definitely rather rather draw, uh, lose the game than than uh, than draw it because we just don't need that many games. We don't we don't need like hundred games in hand with everyone yeah. kicking off. Um, Sai, do you think do you think there is a chance on, on the opposition? Do you think Oxford are a good opponent opponents at uh, 12th in League One? Very good opponents. Um, <laughs> no, I mean um,
2: we'll speak to the the Oxford lads in a, in a bit. But um, I know nothing about Oxford. I have no idea if it's a, if it's a tough game or what. Uh, middle of League One, but that can only mean that it's the biggest game that they're going to have in in some time. Uh, you're always going to get the underdog syndrome in this kind of match, so will they'll, they'll, they'll be they'll be they'll be up for it. And if we're playing a weekend team, there's every chance that can that can cause an upset, I'm sure. I mean, imagine if you're an Oxford United fan and a couple of years ago, I think they were in the conference or worse. I don't know how far down they were.
1: And no, now, just, and now, just the conference.
2: Yeah. And now they've got Rafa Benitez sitting in the dugout at the weekend. Like, it's just huh. such a huge occasion. Like a, a, Every one of their players is going to be up for it. So you, you
1: never know. It's not going to be a walkover for us by any means. Ben, do you give Oxford a transfer? Do you think it'll be a... Piss, piss game for us? Um I,
3: I don't give them a chance. I think with the thing that Raf has done every game is he's he's picked a solid back four. So we're not gonna we're not gonna sort of be open and sort of run the risk of conceding a few goals, so we're gonna be in tight games and I mean it I think they they try to play football. I mean the, the team that seem to be they either score a lot or concede a lot. and um, they've had a couple of dodgy results recently. They scored four uh, last weekend. We scored four, four oh, nil. Really n-
1: yeah, was really good team.
3: Yeah, was. It. Oh, it was Rochdale. Sorry, yeah. yeah. I was thinking I was thinking. Cause I had the game on me, uh accumulator. <laughs> so Rochdale, <still>, obviously. Aye, <laughs> obviously. Um, but yeah, they're just obviously. I think they they've got nothing to lose, so they're they're going to be going for it. Um, but I just I just think we've, even our sort of reserve defence really solid, and then it's just about what we we can do creative uh, creatively. Um, and I think. We saw on um, um, last Wednesday in Birmingham, uh, Gouffran had a really good game. He um, looks really dangerous, and I think they're not going to have anyone that's going to be able to sort of stop our, our senior players. Um, so I, I can see it being a fairly cagey affair, but I, I think I can see we are winning it sort of one nil,
1: two one. Good. I hope you're right. And I mean, it's 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 just like isn't it just nice to be talking about cups and. Mm cup runs and games and draws like yeah. it's just so I'm so sure, i'm
2: sure this time last year we we'll had to organize some sort of couples weekend because it was FA <laughs> F- F- Cup fourth round and we we'll had a weekend off
1: never again we'll play we'll play, we'll play norwich away on uh, valentine's night <laughs> just uh it's, it's it's going to be a tough sell <laughs> for me to honor <laughs> like <laughs> so
3: darling you've always wanted to go to
1: there's, a, there's a there's a cracking restaurant you know really good reviews on TripAdvisor, 400 miles away um <laughs> we could stay the night but, but since we're down there probably may as well go to the match. <laughs> um but yeah. I've got no I've just I've got your tickets to a show. <laughs> it's a surprise though. <laughs> um yeah, that's that's the cup. nice to nicely talking about cup football and there's nothing more I have put this out on Twitter and some people were like, you know, they want the is steaming the round the 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 cup next round at home. Like that's fine, I want my new at home. I just want that like one game this season where we're the underdogs at home and the crowd get up for it in a proper way like Spurs at home last season.
2: Rougher against Hurley. Rougher against Mourinho. Rougher
1: against... against Man United. You know, that would be absolutely mint. I'd really, really enjoy that. Um, but we've got a job to do against Oxford first. Um, and I'd, People keep saying this. you know, a lot, a lot of it's kind of a little bit trying to do the team down and you were saying, Cy, si, would... We don't have a Premier League team. I think I think this. I think our full full strength first team is 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 more than good enough at the moment. I'm gonna say in the what
3: like, what's that based on? Like what do you count as a Premier League team? Are you counting from 14th up as your justification for Premier League team? because well, I a lot no, no look, I'm not saying oh, you're not oh, saying these people. Like how do they? Uh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I
1: look, look at the team like what because, because I was gonna say like there's plenty, there's plenty. Of how, how many teams. of those? How, how many of those players will are will us? But bear in mind we've got a far superior manager to all of the Premier League teams. I can't, you know, well i say I wouldn't say far superior than, than the lads at the top of the league, but superior. Um you know, I, I look at I look at the likes of John Joe Shelby and even Dwight Gale and, and Matt Ritchie and Kieran Clark and, and Carl Darlow um, and people like that and, and i think, you know what, there's there's not many. The, certainly, the bottom half of the Premier League. Mm. There's, there's, there's very few players I would take ahead of, ahead of those, those, those lads there. They're at right that level. Aren't
2: they? But my, my point was, Rafa's still got a job in the summit to build a team that will, will oh, do, as, as, do, do as well as it, as it can. Exactly. Yeah. If you want to be
1: ahead
3: of these, these teams? I think yeah. that's, that's what you're saying there. Is right, Doug, in that you wouldn't necessarily go out of your way to swap those players. I think they're at that level. So you, you say Watford, for example, Aurelio Gomez. I'm not sure I'd be. Sort of desperate to swap him for Darlow. I think no, no, that's a good be. example. Not, not even <laughs> close. <laughs> they're good, they're, they're like he's a, he's a, a good he's at that good level. So I think there's plenty there's plenty of teams. And as well, it's not just about individuals. I guess as well, it's it's how the team plays as a whole. I mean, you look at Bournemouth, as you say, they've got no outstanding individuals really, other than obviously who is on loan or whatever. But they play Ferdi Howe in his style, and they play very good football. Mm. Um. It's just it's a it's a hard one to say we're not we're not good enough for
1: the Premier League because you, yeah it's just what's up. It's just for? it's just one of those things like we come straight back down like no we wouldn't have it. I'm gonna talk about the Premier I mean, League the, relegation. The, fa- the fact like this. that
3: you've got a Sunderland team that are literally like they're, they're just they've sucked like, off. They've sucked. They're like off. Everton
1: from 2005, but with now, all of Everton's players, players who were injury prone then, <laughs> who are now more injury prone and I know all. That, older and fatter <laughs> that's like Sunderland 2017 and and they're still like in with a shout yeah. and that's how well, ridiculous is. it is yeah. that's how ridiculous it is like they're still not cut You're, like that team should be cut adrift we'll, we'll come on to the Premier League in a second <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves um, the, just on Darlow I saw that, like there's, there's a very very small very small but does exist like anti Darlow group really like people who think he's rubbish and, <laughs> uh, like their favourite. is their, it Rob Rob Elliott's fan club <laughs> is it? Well, the favourite thing to say is if that had been Cells, like, well, well, it wasn't. Um, he made the save after yeah. he messed up. Like, if that had been Cells, that wouldn't have happened. The ball would have probably gone dead, you know, between the box and the corner flag because he'd been rooted to his line. Um, like, <laughs> even though Darlo came and didn't get the ball, at least he came. And I don't want to just dig out cells, but I think I think Dollar's mint. Like he's, yeah. he's, 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 he's he's kicking is oh, way no, better. Oh, no. I, I,
2: Do- I don't think I Dollar makes that save if Kieran Clark doesn't come yeah, clean wipe him yeah. out. But still, it was class.
3: <laughs> no, yeah. he's, he's done a few. I mean, Forrest away, those two penalty saves. Like yeah. he's 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 developed into a really good keeper, and I think the confidence of of getting the games and and I mean I think the Elliot injuries helped him a lot because yeah. I don't know that he would have got in ahead of him, but. He he's he's, he's taking his chance and he's he's earned it. And he, he's more than proven himself. Yeah, of course yeah. he has, and I I think now
1: it's he's the number one. It's it's his to lose. Um, I don't think. I think it's only the the two Blackburn games, he's lost this season. Really. Because cells played. The first. Yeah, the first games. Um, first ten. When we lost. Forest away, but you can't even attribute well, that he, to a defeat. Yeah. <laughs> So it's only Blackburn who be, get past <laughs> yeah. um if we even has he even drawn any? Uh, I'm serious. His his win yeah. record, Carlisle's win record this season must be. I'll have to look at something put it on Twitter. Yeah, it must be absolutely phenomenal. phenomenal. Um, just quickly as well, a couple of comments on on the Chronicle social media feeds today. Like they love doing this. They they, they would argue it like it's called getting balanced but people like they were saying like we've discussed with. Dave Morton, who's actually a, like kind of friends with us, got a good He's he's a good lad. So they all are at the Chronicle, but they were like, oh, would you take second place? We discussed this in the half-season podcast, and we did the Twitter poll, which a lot of you will have voted in, which like 67% said you weren't fussed about being champions, uh, you just want to get promoted, which is definitely my line of thinking. And, and there's loads of people tweeting the Chronicle, and the Chronicle then retweeting them, or like, putting it in the article saying, Brighton are better, um, Brighton have been more consistent, and it's like more consistent. They've got two more points somewhere, and they, and they, they I don't, I don't recall them like having a game where they had two players sent off. Mm. Wrongly. Um <laughs> it would be above them, you know, if that hadn't happened. It's all if bits and buts and maybe's, but I'm really looking forward to the game against them. I think I'm going to go if that gets moved. Uh, my head will explode <laughs> if I book transport and accommodation for that, and it gets moved because uh, we'll have to have an FA Cup fifth round replay when we draw with Man new at home. <laughs> um, but you know that's that's just wait and see at the end of the season and you know I just do I I I've watched Brighton quite a, a bit recently and I, they have the same problems that we do against the likes of um, who did they play night? Chef Wed. That game for them against Chef Wed. Uh, I, Cardiff, last night. You Didn't know I, one one can't, one. I can't I can't see any any differences between when we played Chef Wed. Yeah, Chef Wed had not, chances. They're, Chef they're they're not.
3: They're, that's the thing. All these people are just looking at the results and they're just saying, oh Brighton have won again. That's yeah. so good. If you watch the games, I mean, as you say, they've been on Sky a couple of times recently. They're they're not a good team. They've got one or two individuals. I mean, not fair play to him is a brilliant player, and obviously someone we've been linked with a couple of times in the past. Um, he's so important to them that without if if anything happened to him, for example, they'd really struggle. I mean, they've got a lot of players that, I mean, the the best striker from last season doesn't even get a game now. That like Hemed, he's like a big part player. I mean obviously they've got Glenn Murray um, and Baldock, yeah. In Baldock, but Baldock's come out of nowhere really. Like he's just only started playing this season. You think, Is is he that good a player? Like he's he's fast and obviously he plays he plays a certain role for that team, but there's no way he's like a standout player in this division. You just think that they're solid at the back. They've obviously got um <laughs> Shane Duffy, uh, who has had some absolute mares this season, and Lewis Dunk, who's a player that we've been with, but you, you wouldn't say man for man that they're Anything like much more superior than what we've they're, got. They're a good team. Like the fact that they're 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 so good at I think at bri- I think they're built very similar to is... us in that they've got a solid solid back four, um, and they, they they've got obviously that sort of one standout player, and then they've got a goal scorer. And I think the the
1: the, the biggest thing you could say is the two teams are very similar. um but yeah, there's there's certainly nothing to fear. Though. There's I mean they've got um Huddersfield next, and it's tough one because it, the, the standard reaction of Newcastle fans is like oh you know come on uh, come on come on whoever's playing Brighton but mm-hmm. I wasn't that good at that Brighton beat Chef Wedd because we moved three further yeah, points yeah. out of Chef Wedd who, kind of like who would have gone into third place with a win and it's the same when they play Huddersfield yeah probably rather it was a draw but I'm out of the two of them it's 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 my dream this year apart from winning the FA Cup <laughs> is is to see Newcastle line up in the Premier League in August with Rafa Bidini as his manager that's that's all I'm interested in. I'll you know I'll, I can live without us lifting the trophy. I just want I just want to get promoted. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not too fussed if, if Brighton do the business over. I think they've got Huddersfield and Brentford or someone like that. But, you know, if Brighton beat Huddersfield. Great when Brighton play Leeds and they beat them. Great that they're doing us a favour. Um, long term. I think that just about does it in terms of the preview. Uh, we've got a new feature. This week, which is uh, basically a 60-second segment. But now I was going to do, but you were you were getting in your groove there <laughs> about the Premier League relegation. battle. I put a I put a uh, vote out on Twitter, which was you know what would you rather us talk about? And it was between pundits calling Wayne Rooney underrated, which is the most laughable thing I've ever heard. But I'm not going to do it. Um, the Premier League relegation battle, Aston Villa's d- demise, which I was hoping was going to win, but never mind, didn't. So I can't I can't deliver that one. Um, and something just, else
3: Just go back to any of our podcasts last season For that that's one it.
1: really Yeah Yeah that would be great I mean the, If anyone Well by the way Most of the away fans That come on this podcast Are sourced by you The listeners So that's like I'm dead grateful That's really helpful um, You know Often I put a tweet out And then people are kind of get in touch with friends Or, or stuff like that So thanks for that You're absolute legends Don't even dare Try and get an Aston Villa Fans For this podcast If not having <laughs> Any of those. We've, we've got our, our very own one, Hughesy. Is he still <laughs> to
3: be a Villa fan? Next thing, he's not a Man U fan.
1: Yeah. Pep and B-teams. Was it a close vote? I mean, you know, 250 votes cast. Pep and B-teams, 28. Aston Villa, 30. Premier League relegation, 34%. So that's what we're going to go with. Ben, do you want to talk through it within 60 seconds? You've got it. I'm going to cut you off after 60 seconds. So, when would you like to start and talk us through how you see the Premier League relegation battle? I'll start now. Three, two, one go.
3: So the Macrams and Hull are definitely down. it's a toss up <laughs> between uh Palace and Swansea. Um obviously massive results for Swansea at the weekend, getting three points there. Um I think it's just gonna be down to whether Alad Dice can can get the players playing in his mould at, at Palace. I think he's had a really bad start. Um and the, the look it's it's getting desperation time, the fact that the players that you have already mentioned they're getting linked with. Stuart Downing for fuck's sake, if he's gonna be your saviour <laughs> like God help you is. but um, I, I just I don't get what he, why he's trying to get rid of Townsend it's mental um, a player that he's been starting that started to get the best out of Benteke so no idea what Aladice is doing I think he might be trying to get relegated um, <laughs> I don't know if he's he's probably got some sort of like package still with Sunderland where if he he gets his next job down or something he'll like get 10 million but yeah I think to be honest at the minute um, I, I could see Palace really struggling I think they've got obviously Benteke they'll score goals but I, I just, I think they're, they're struggling.
1: One minute, exactly. One minute and nine. and ninth. Well, that was only because you it took ages to press the button. One minute, exactly. Well done. Um, I might just have me saying Villa. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of yeah. pr- prepared that poll thinking everyone would want to hear, but maybe if it's not what the listeners want okay, then. If it's one minute, long, get your, set yourself away. Go on. Right, here we go. Are you reading from it? A... No, I'm not. Is this all he's, he's, Aston he's... fucking Villa, right? What an absolute piss take of a club. First of all, first of all, have you seen the players they're signing? They're signing, like, it's like a collection of, of shit championship players. They're signing Ross McCormack. They're signing the lad from Bristol City who's been useless. All of their fans pre Have you seen all the tweets everyone's, like, bringing them back up? Hilarious, like, saying, oh, our strike force is shit. Our, our strike force has scored 39 goals between them, including Perez. Their strike force has scored, has scored something like 11. The bloke, Tony here doesn't know what he's doing. It's absolutely hilarious. Did you say he absolutely ridiculous? Quite the dead twenty was like... 50% plus 95% writing equations and all Aston Villa fans get <laughs> excited like more like all they seem to be any good at is buying and collecting shit championship players Steve Bruce is feeling the pressure the Ross McCormack thing is absolutely hilarious what, awesome a, what a man basketball. my my, my favourite player now Ross McCormack ever well done Like I couldn't have chosen a better <laughs> way to disrespect that fucking useless terrible club Aston Villa I'm so pleased they go nowhere and you know what they've bought 10th place in the league and they deserve it good luck to them that's it. That's it. In 60 just seconds.
3: the the kebab shop meltdown. No, we'll how about 60 seconds, Ben?
1: Pretty. It doesn't work unless we do that.
2: <laughs> dog has been preparing that one in front of the mirror all day. <laughs>
1: turning it down in one minute. Oh, whoa, whoa, what a save. What a mess. Alright, well, that's some live company from Ben there on uh, Southampton Liverpool. Okay, that does it, I think, from us lot. Uh, because it's just me going on Saturday, the post. Is I not getting a shout? Is I not getting a shout? He's not at his minute. Oh
2: no, I was only supposed to do one, which just made oh, me really. It's
1: right. um, a good shot next week, we can all take one. Right, we'll get that sort <laughs> next week. Anyway, next week's podcast, as I was saying before interrupted was was um, Sunday night, so keep your diaries free, you used to. Uh, not that you have anything to do anyway. Um, this Sunday, yeah, this know. Sunday, this Sunday <laughs> where I'll talk Oxford in the Cup, and we've got QPR fan coming on. Uh, to talk about the game on Wednesday against against them at our place. And following this, there'll be two, the two Oxford fans who've, who've uh, kindly decided to come on, so don't stop listening yet. And just usual shout-out to everybody who listens. We really appreciate it. It's the reason we do it. And we will be speaking to you, hopefully, with Newcastle in the hat for the fifth round
0: on Sunday night. Thank you. Thanks, Side, Here's your shout-out. <laughs> Cheers. We are joined now uh, on the line by George from the NTT20
1: podcast, Football League podcast out there for anyone who's interested. George, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us as uh, one of this week's Oxford fan. Um, I suppose first question, are you going to the game on Saturday? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to be
4: there. Um, It's sold out pretty quickly.
1: Uh, I'll, I'll see to have at the least. I'm not sure if you you guys have sold out yet, but um, yeah, I'll be there. Looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. we um it's, our our game controversially is always sold out on 60 points, which is a lot. So you've you had to have attended at least 60 away games to get a ticket. So high demand. Just just the proper fans. I'll infuriate <laughs> loads of people. Don't even start. <laughs> um, um, but I fully agree. I'll be there. <laughs> um, Good stuff So I look at the table now. Um, you guys are. 12th in League One, uh, and, you know, fifth, fourth round of the FA Cup. Is, is it fair to say this has been a good season so far for Oxford? Yeah, it's been alright. Um,
4: we played very well. We've I mean, got a decent squad. We went up last season from League Two. Uh, I think there's a bit of frustration around the club that um, we should probably be a bit higher in the league. Uh, we've thrown away some some, some games where we, we haven't performed against worse teams. We lost to uh, Northampton at home. They at their manager. We lost there to. ASU and 2-1 And we've beaten Some really good teams I mean, We've beaten Bolton Who at the top end beat beat Rochdale last weekend 4-0 After they'd won 10 games on the bounce um, So whilst it's Definitely good that we're, you know, we're safe um, I think there's A feeling around the club that, that we could be Doing a bit better Obviously getting to The fourth round of the cup Is, is good And beating Rotherham away In the last round Was a good effort um, So yeah I mean, It's good it's, it's not great I think there's, there's room For improvement still
1: And how, how do you see it long term For Oxford United um, This High has evoked quite a lot of memories from Mags, a bit older than, than me and si, Um yeah. about about when Newcastle and Oxford used to meet quite regularly at the bottom end of Division 1, which is now the Premier League. Yeah. Is yeah. Wh- wh- Where is Oxford's natural position in the football pyramid? Have you, do you think you've been underachieving for years? Do you think you're maybe a, a championship club in waiting? Yeah,
4: I think we've definitely been underachieving. I mean, I've been together much just at uh, places like Lewis and, yeah. and Histon in the, in the conference a couple of years ago, which was well, five years ago, it wasn't great. Um, I think probably top-end of League One and kind of bottom-end championships probably about our, our level. Um, our ground's only got 12,500. So I think in, in kind of the modern day, it's going to be tricky to be self-sufficient with, with that, even if we were selling out. Um, obviously, we've only got three stands. So there's room, room to grow. Um, but certainly, I, th- I think naturally, if you spend too long down in the doldrums of, of, the, kind of the football league or the EFL, your, your, your position starts to, to shrink a bit. And uh, whilst we've definitely got the fan base and the potential to to kind of be a consistent championship club, I think now only now we're really seeing us coming back to being where we belong uh, in, in in the kind of English football pyramid.
1: Interesting. And so I suppose you had a little bit of a cup run last year as well, if I remember. Uh, is is the cup now a priority now? You, as you mentioned that you are safe for League One. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, i feel like you know there's a hope amongst the kind of management at the club that maybe if we string to in the league we will be able to
4: get there um, but we've got a really good cup record we got to the final of the uh, JPT last season uh, losing to Barnsley knocking out Millwall on the way we beat Swansea and the FA Cup last season at home um, in the third round uh, so we've got a good kind of cup pedigree we knocked out Birmingham from the FA Cup earlier this season um, but it comes at quite a weird time because we're playing Swindon on, on the Sunday after our game so the week after Who are kind of big rivals So I mean these are probably Our two biggest games of the season One in the cup uh, And one in the league So uh, The next two weeks Are going to be pretty big
1: For Oxford going forward For the rest of the season And dictating just how successful The season is. Yeah sounds it Sounds it Um, I know that this is a bit of A patronising question But What what would you prefer (laughs) Win or a draw Like with your I mean it sounds like You've had some good days Some good days out there Particularly at Wembley but would um yeah. would you would your would your fan base do you think and the club themselves fancy a draw at St James or do you think now get me in the next round we'll see we we'll be we we'd want to win um I think mainly because <laughs> most people have jobs and getting up to huh. Castle on a Tuesday night would be quite tricky and getting back down on Wednesday um I personally would absolutely love to, uh, I actually said before the draw that um Newcastle away would be my my preferred draw. Oh, right. <laughs> um, so I was pretty gutted when uh, when, we
4: were, when we got home, um, but I think yeah, going through to the next round Would be ideal, I think there's a feeling that we can do it as well. Um, uh, I, I've seen Rafa in the press maybe saying that you're not going to play your strongest team, uh, which is exciting for us. As I say, we've knocked out some decent teams in the cup in the past couple of years, so we've got pedigree of and history of doing so. So um, I think I think we take the win
1: now. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, we, we've kind of talked about that, this just before coming on air with you and you, there'll probably be, never be a better time to beat us in terms of we've got three players away at the AFCON who are all staying there, yeah. who've all progressed. Dwight Gale's out injured. Not that I think he'd have played anyway, but it also Mitrovic is injured. Um, In the last round against Birmingham, he actually rested Daryl Murphy, which I never thought I'd ever hear. And you yeah. Newcastle fans saying that Daryl Murphy's being rested. And that, that was for... That was for Rotherham at home. Um, so we've got <laughs> yeah. some tough games coming up. But I mean, uh, not, that's not not that I think we're, we're not going to win or put, put a good team out, a team available competing. But it's certainly um, not as strong a team as, as maybe you, you might have faced... Um, in other circumstances, and you've just said there that, yeah, that you think you've got a chance, and certainly the cup pedig- pedigree you've described suggests that you've got a chance. Uh, how do you see it going come, you know, five o'clock Saturday evening? What's your realistic prediction? Well, I think I think if, if you guys turn up, you'll win. I mean, I'm, I'm, not,
4: I'm not stupid enough not to realise that you're definitely the better team. But we've seen, I think, the Swansea game last year, there was an air of complacency when they came. Um, I mean, they played a decent enough team, wasn't their first team? They played like of um, go miss and. Um, and Shelby Obviously started For me. I think it was his last game For Swansea before, before moving to you guys And they came and, and you can see They weren't really Taking it too seriously And then we ended up uh, Beating 3-2 But it could have been A lot more We completely outplayed them And then you know, On Blackburn On the other hand In the next round To a, a much poorer team Came up did a very professional job And up completely Dominated the game And obviously If you guys come in With that mentality You'll beat us But as I said um, We play better Against teams Who play good football Against us uh, Lots of our players Have come from Premier League academies so they're very good technical players. who have got a very good pitch as well. So uh, if, if you're the kind of team who are going to come on to us and, and you know we struggle against teams who sit back, and I think when, when Newcastle bring the game to us, it should suit us. Uh, a couple of players were looking forward to seeing uh, John Joe Shelby, namely because he was just absolutely terrible in that one um, of the game, and he got very irate with our crowd for yeah. for kind of mocking his uh, his tendency to shoot from 45 yards every
1: time I got the ball, uh, and you... also uh, and Matt Ritchie as well. Um, who was an ex findon player who uh, we did a double over them, and he was taken from under the canjo and uh, and he ended up pushing our ball boy over in front of our <laughs> in front of our east stand uh, when we, when we were winning the game. So I think they'll both get a free-to-reception. That's well, funny because Richie for us just that that just doesn't sound like him at no. all. That's really weird. <laughs> Um, yeah, I know, I know, it's basically because we were turning it up and our ball boy wasn't giving the ball back to him. All right. <laughs> and Little so push. Richie grabbed it and then pushed him uh, and he fell over the hoarding, got a yellow card. <laughs> um, yeah, Shelby will probably definitely play because he's so important to the side and he's played every, we got to the quarter final in the League Cup um, yeah. and he played, you know, we played weakened teams there but then he, he played the likes of Shelby and Richie almost as like you two plus one of the centre-backs are the kind of three leaders today. The, you know, the rest of the, the teams just kind of you know made yeah, it from, yeah. from squad players, but it'll certainly be interesting. I'm really looking forward to coming down be my, my first time in, in Oxford as a city and um, good stuff. as the ground. I'm staying in the hotel right next to the ground, which is very handy as well. Um, Great, it's always good. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah. I think that shows that it's something to look out for. For you know,
4: I think not to need half the fans probably going to the game, I think there's much to kind of look out for, but I think that even though a lot of looks, but I think Shelby will definitely remember last season. He'll be coming and wanting to shut up few people up. So, so I'm sure, I think, I think he'll probably have a better game this time now than he
1: did last year. Well, I hope you're right. Um, George, we really appreciate you coming on and you know, best of luck for the rest of the season and we hope you enjoy it on Saturday. No worries, Andy. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks very much there to George. Really, really good insight as per every single fan we've had on this season from opposition teams has been spot on. And like we do every week, uh, we're trying to get more than one opinion uh, for the opposition. So we're just about to be joined by Will, Oxford United fan. Uh, His chat is coming up next. Maybe in the future I might start getting people on together. It'd be easier than you having to listen to this twice. But it's interesting nonetheless. Uh, So here is Will, Oxford fan. It jumps in um, with me asking him where this game ranks within their season. We're joined now by... Uh, another Oxford fan, uh, Will. Will, thanks for joining us on the show. Really, really good to have you here. My first Sorry. question to you is: um, Oxford line what is it, 12th in League One under Michael Appleton? Ableton. how's the season going so far? Um,
5: yeah, it's it's all right. Um, I think we could have done better. Uh, it's been very inconsistent. But I think we've really just got promoted at the end of the day, so I think you kind of got to be happy with you know where we are, and if we have a little push towards the end of the season, then yeah, it'll be good.
1: Was it was that always the aim this season to stay? Or did you come up thinking we we're better than a lot of the teams in this league?
5: <sighs> to be honest, I think we 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 all kind of expected to finish mid-table at least. I mean, we've got a pretty good squad. I think we've showed that the last couple of years. Couple of years, we've beaten teams in the Championship, and when we were in League One, uh, when we were in League Two, we've beaten teams from League One. So I think we kind of knew we were as good as most of the teams in the league. So I think um, just the inconsistency, some of the some of the games have cost us, but you know we've got a young squads, so I think we've done pretty well.
1: Yeah, and. How does uh, how does the FA Cup rank for you now? Is it is this the most important game of your season, or is it very much just a bonus? I, no, I think it's still the I think it's
5: the most important. You know, I think it's a massive game. Newcastle coming a massive team to play at home, so I think it's got to be the biggest game of the season. Now we're not I can't see us getting relegated, and you know unless we get into the playoff spaces, then you know it's probably the biggest game left to be honest.
1: Yeah, are you going to the match on Saturday? Yeah, yeah. Good match. Um, got a few of us going. Champion. I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm coming down. Looking um, forward to it. First time in Oxford. You, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
5: you um need to bring some drinks on the way down. So there's uh, nowhere to drink around the ground.
1: Oh, right. <laughs> uh, nightmare. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a bit rubbish, really.
5: And, but, and um,
1: any recommendations? Uh, recommendations for away fans in in the city itself. Um, in, the, in the city itself You can go anywhere There's
5: loads of places but You know It'll be Saturday So it'll be open So There's a couple of Wetherspoons you can go to And A few places Near the ground I think um, There's a pub called The Catherine Wheel That uh, Wave fans can go to So um, And you get a bit closer yeah. But Actually at the ground itself, All there is Is a bowlplex You know So it's not Particularly Great
1: Fair enough That's good information Thanks and you, you have a bit of a cup pedigree in terms of your exploits last season. Um, you know, you seem to do all right in the cup competitions. And Do you think do you, do you give yourselves a, a shot this weekend? Do you think you can um, pull a bit of an upset? I,
5: I think it all depends on on what team Newcastle play, to be honest. You know, if, if they play some, play some youngsters and some of the reserves, then I can't see any reason why not. But, you know, if they come out with, you know, Full strength, and it's going to be pretty hard, I think. Um, I mean, do you know? Do you have any any guesses on what team
1: he's going to play? Do you think he'll yeah. weaken it, or do you think he'll get full strength? It's it will it'll be weakened, but I uh, I don't I don't know if if weakened's the right word. It'll be rotated. Um, yeah. There'll be some players who who you know normally wouldn't play in a league game, but there'll be there'll still be f- probably four to five you know cast iron. John Joe Shelby will play, um, who's mm. massive for us. Um, he's got history at your place as well yeah. a funny one actually
5: because um, he, was, he was playing with Swansea when they came down last season and was completely useless if I'm uh-huh. honest was just you know I think it might have been his last game before he went because yeah. I think um, you know once we heard he went for 12 million you know after that game we thought you know it's crazy but he's obviously
1: done a lot better since he's gone to Newcastle but yeah, yeah yes. massive player I mean he's He's a different kind of player for us. He plays a lot further back than I think he did at Swansea. Um, he kind of plays sometimes too far back, kind of between the back two, spraying balls. But, um, you know, he, he's massive for us. Matt Ritchie will probably play. Um, we've just been another hearing, one with a bit of history. <laughs> yeah, we've just been hearing... Is ex- uh, he ex-Swindon, was it? Or, Ex-Swindon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. had a fight with the ball boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll put a strong team out. I mean, we're, we played Birmingham the last round... Um, and, and beat them quite easily in the replay, but it you know he he played three teenagers. I don't know whether he'll put, he'll go that far in bringing te- you know teenagers who've never been on the bench before, but mm-hmm. you know there's certainly still players missing for the African Cup of Nations, which is problematic. So we'll see. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I think I back Newcastle to win because I don't we haven't lost a cup game yet. And Benitez went out a hole in the quarterfinals of the League Cup on pens, but he's he's a kind of a cup manager. People yeah. sort of perceive him as that, but. It's a lot of Newcastle fans are really ex- excited for the game. Um, we could do without a replay. I don't know about you. I mean, a replay would probably be quite good for you. But yeah,
5: well, to be honest, as much as you know, I'd love to win. But if for a club the size of Oxford, a replay at St James's Park would, you know, financially would, you know, keep you know keep us afloat for the season. So in some ways, that would be the best result for us. But you know, you always want to go out and win during the, end of the day, and um, I think. You know, I think it's going to be a good game, to be honest. Oxford play quite nice football. I think, I think Newcastle will come and give it a go. I think both teams will be wanting to win it. So, you know, I think it'll be, yeah, it'll be good. There was, there was a player actually used from Newcastle playing um, for Coventry earlier in the season. Where I went, went back to Coventry and when they came back, um, they're right back. They yeah, said. Jamie, Jamie Sturry. I thought he looked quite good, especially
4: when we were up there. I mean, he's, I saw that he's gone back to Newcastle. Do you think he'll?
1: He'll play again. Well, yeah, he he's cup tied for for this one. Oh, I think yeah. I think if he wasn't, he'd have definitely played. Um, but yeah, I mean, Vernon, we've got two right backs, uh, DeAndre Edlin, who's very good, and Vernon Anita Anita's now probably out for the season. That's why they brought Sterry back. Oh, he? So he'll definitely yeah, love Rafa it. loves the rotation as well. So he'll definitely play. And he, before he went on loan to Coventry, he played in the League Cup, and 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 looked <laughs> really accomplished. So yeah, it's, it's a good spot by you that because I think he's definitely got a. A future at the club. He signed a new contract last year, long-term contract. So there's a few yeah. young players who, who who are coming through, hopefully. Yeah. Um,
5: so that what so that Yedlin's going to be
1: playing because
5: I, I saw him on um I saw him when he was playing for Sunderland and wow, he's rapid,
1: absolutely I, rapid. Yeah, he's been playing for Sunderland. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, but yeah he, he'll play because we don't have any other options at right back. He, he has a really good player. He's got a he just needs to add a bit of end product to his game because, he's, like you say, he's brilliant at getting in those positions in behind the back four. It's then delivering the right ball, but he, he, he got an assist on Saturday against Rotherham, so hopefully that uh, bodes well for the future. How about yourselves? Anyone that Newcastle fans should be wary of? Any particular um, players on your side who are important to you? Um,
5: a few. We've got um, a, a winger called Marvin Johnson, who's pretty rapid. I think um he might cause you some problems and. In- Chris Maguire, he's got a wicked free kick, so that's the kind of, he, at the start of the season when we weren't playing particularly well, we weren't getting the results, we were literally relying on Chris Maguire to, you know, get free kicks and penalties and win the game for us, right, so, so he's, he's pretty lethal on his pace, but, um, you know, they're all, you know it's, it, it's more of a team thing really, you know, they play a lot of short passing and a lot of... You know, quick play so it kind of goes right away from the back so I think I think you'll probably be quite surprised how how you know good Oxford play you know how n- nice football um, play a lot of short parties it's not like when you come down to the lower league and you just get you know huffed around the park for 90 minutes it's um, they play pretty good football so
1: Interesting yeah. I mean it's not just down the lower leagues most teams we've played this season have played pretty long ball Direct football In the championship I don't know whether That's something to do Against us in particular But um, We don't really play Any football I think Reading and Brighton Are probably the only sides I'd say so far Who've, who've been football sides
5: mm, I think It's probably that. Yeah I mean we got it a lot Last season And we were the, One of the best teams In league Two. And so everyone That was coming to The Sam Was just playing long ball And just You know Trying to You know Not even try and play Against us Because when they did They knew they'd lose So Yeah I think
1: that's just part of the issue of being near the top of the league, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Well, well, thanks very much. Really appreciate you coming on, and we hope you enjoy the rest of the season. You have a, a good day Saturday, and you know, you never know, you might get that replay, and we'll we'll give we'll give a shout <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> before the game at yeah, St James' I'll, Park. Yeah, I've already I've already been, I've been up a couple of times. All
5: oh, nice. right, past the Scotland, so it's, uh, yeah, it's cracking ground.
1: So
5: I'd like to go again. So, spot. You know, on. Hope, hopefully we'll win, but you
1: know, I'll take a draw. Yeah. All right,
0: Will. Thanks so much for coming on. Appreciate it. All right, mate. Cheers. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of
2: 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe.